the government going to pay 450k to immigrant families separated at the border the Biden administration is reportedly considering making payments of nearly 450,000 to each person separated from their family at the southern border when they crossed into the country illegally, the Wall Street Journal reports. The proposed payments would go to immigrant families separated after crossing the southern border to claim asylum in 2017 and 2018 as part of a Trump's administration's zero tolerance policy. The zero tolerance policy began in May in 2018. Under the policy, agents arrested everyone who crossed the border illegally, including those seeking asylum. Children were separated from their parents and held at a different facility and their cases were dealt with separately. The payments are, <laughs> that, that, that just rings a bell. If, 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 it's, if it's not a thorough reminder of what happened to let me continue. The payments are part of settlement talks for several lawsuits that claim the U.S. government's policy under Trump left children with lasting psychological effects. Oh, really? Oh, really? Cool. We got time for that. We got time for that. Let me continue. According to the journal, the U.S. Departments of Justice, Homeland Security and Health and Human Services are in talks to offer each person who had been separated four hundred fifty thousand dollars what would you do with four hundred and fifty thousand dollars the journal cites multiple sources close to the discussions according to the journal most families who have crossed the border are made up of one parent and one child meaning each family would get nine hundred thousand dollars if the settlement were to go through y'all better keep an eye on that settlement uh, not just the black delegation. I'm talking all Americans across the nation. Let me continue. Some 940 families have filed claims against the U.S. government, but it is unclear how many people will be eligible for the settlement. The total payout for that number of families will be around $1 billion. Steve Scalise, Republican out of Louisiana, tweeted that the proposal means Democrats are actively encouraging illegal immigration this is his tweet four hundred fifty thousand dollar payments mass amnesty catch and release wall construction cancel democrats are actively encouraging illegal immigration don't let them tell you differently according to the american civil liberties union approximately 5500 children were separated from their parents after crossing the border in 2017 and 18. the aclu is calling for signatures on a petition directed at the biden administration calling for help for those families who were separated crossing into the united states or i like to call america Kaka. the biden administration is correct to provide relief to the children and families affected by the government's horrific practice of family separation huh sounds familiar like delegation i know it does to me aclu lead attorney lee gunnard said in the statement to forbes their suffering is something they will always live with and it is a deep moral stain on our country we need to make it right and this includes not simply any monetary support but also a path to remain here this is what is right and fair 
I wonder if they kept that same energy with the black. The shut up, who we got time for that? Let me continue. The journal reports that lawyers for families and the government have told courts they hope to reach a deal by the end of November. We're approaching it. Happy Thanksgiving. This is out of Politico.com. Biden privately tells lawmakers not to expect much on reparations legislation. Remember, I just gave you an article about how they're going to treat these immigrants. I'll give you an article on how we talk about reparations for the black delegation. Joe Biden was more blunt about racism than perhaps any president before him. And then many in the crowd expected in his remarks commemorating 100 years since the Tulsa race massacre. But some attendees noted what they considered a glaring omission. Any mention of reparations for the survivors of the massacre and their descendants, some of whom have sued the city and state for compensation. And a full-throated endorsement of H.R. 40, which will create a commission to study reparations. The bill passed out of the House Judiciary Committee in April for the first time since it was introduced in 1989 as a candidate Biden said he supported a commission on reparations, but the administration has yet to endorse the actual bill. After his speech, the president met with members of the Congressional Black Caucus who brought up the need for H.R. 40, which is named after 40 acres and a mule. Promise that now symbolizes the lack of support formerly enslaved people received from the federal government. According to those involved in conversations, Biden let them down gently. He didn't disagree with what we were doing, said rep Brenda Lawrence, Democrat out of Michigan. He did talk about his plate being full with trying to get the infrastructure bill passed and that he really wanted to make sure that he could get that through before he took on anything else. This is what he's saying to the black delegation who 90 percent of the population of the delegation voted your ass in. Oh, hold on. I'm dealing with infrastructure. I'll get back to you. In Tulsa illustrated the dichotomy that has come to define Biden's approach to issues of race and race equity. No president has so forcefully called out the nation's sordid history. At the same time, Biden has downplayed the likelihood of legislative action, sidestepping calls for him to embrace rules reform in the Senate to allow easier passage of relevant bills. In addition, to expressing fear that H.R. 40 would die in the Senate behind the scenes, Biden also announced that he was handing off the voting rights portfolio to his president, Kamala Harris. God damn. He said, oh, it's on her now. It's on her. Black delegation, excuse me. Black delegation, let's talk, man. Let's, let's stop right there. Let's just talk, man. How do you feel about what I just told you? What I just told you. Let me continue then. For the nearly all black crowd inside the cultural center, which included the three remaining survivors of the massacre, descendants, local leaders and activists, the Tulsa speech was a milestone. That's what you think. They watched and clapped as Biden went into detail about the massacre and drew a through line to issues black people still face today. But yet we got to wait for him to be comfortable with the Senate before he can even think about doing anything about H.R. 40. 
Representative Hank Johnson said Biden's speech was meaningful for Tulsa and the country, adding, most of America had absolutely zero knowledge of the greatest single atrocity to black people in this country, you goddamn right. For him to use his pulpit to publicize what happened to them has to have been cathartic for them. In the lead up to Biden's Tulsa trip, the administration announced initiatives to narrow the racial wealth gap, including inequities in home appraisals and increasing the goal of federal contracts for small disadvantaged businesses. Here we go again with that. It seems like this is all they bring up when it's time to do something for the black delegation. Principal Deputy Press Secretary Corinne Jean-Pierre said that Biden supports a study of reparation, but believes that first and foremost, the task in front of us is to root out systemic racism where it exists right now. But for some in the audience, simply supporting the study wasn't enough. You goddamn right. Yeah, you can rah, rah, cheer, cheer for the HR 40. But if you ain't putting no groundwork, you get your hands dirty, Mr. President. I personally would have liked to hear the word reparations. I think that he was very strategic in the words that he used. He used the word repair, said Naima Frank, a descendant and founder of the Black Wall Street Times in Tulsa. If you want to pull the people together, you can't fully help black people. That's how I feel about it. If you want to make black folks happy, you're going to piss a lot of Americans off. Oklahoma State Rep. Regina Goodwin, a descendant of the survivors of the Tulsa race massacre, who has been fighting for reparations in Tulsa for decades, said she would have been pleasantly surprised if Biden had mentioned reparations in his speech, but wasn't really expecting it. She added she spoke with Biden about the range of issues privately, including H.R. 40, and he reiterated to her, we're in talks. That's that political jargon for the people when they don't feel like answering your question because they ain't got the answers, Sway. It was not in the speech, but he was gracious enough to be here. He was gracious enough to take the steps. He was open for conversation. A lot more than I can say for some folks, she said. That sounds coonish to me. That's why I put the cool voice on. Uh, dressing Heath. A researcher for Human Rights Watch says she left immediately after Biden's speech out of frustration for the lack of discussion on reparations. Power to the people, sister. This was not a celebration. People are mourning. Every day counts for these survivors. And I think that people just play games with black people's lives way too much. It's not enough to just come in and say words and reiterate the truthful narrative. God damn, she was on fire. That's bars right there. Last year, Heath published a report on reparations for survivors of the massacre, saying it could and should serve as a test case for any larger federal reparation study or program. This is a huge national and global moment. Everybody is looking here, so why not start the process for the precedent? Why not make Tulsa a precedent for reparations nationally? Why not commit to signing H.R. 40 into law? Why not commit to establishing an H.R. 40 reparations commission if the legislative avenues fail? He's added. Great questions. I wonder why we ain't got it yet. Reparations for black people in America has been a politically risky topic for Democrats for decades, though Republicans have essentially never wavered from their opposition. 
but activists say they have reason to remain hopeful even as the issue moves at a snail's pace in Congress. A poll from earlier this year found that 38% of voters supported a committee to study reparations, but 60% of Democrats supported the formation, while 74% of Republicans opposed it. Despite the frustration in H.R. 40's position on the Biden priority list, running back for the black delegation, despite the frustration and H.R. 40's position on the Biden's priority list, activists and CBC members promised to keep pressing the president, yeah, leadership in Congress to get the bill to the House floor at the very least. I ain't gonna do shit. Okay, so look, I only want to talk to the black delegation who were strong in their beliefs that Mr. Biden was the answer. It ain't been a year yet, and we already see it ain't a goddamn thing he's going to do for the black delegation. He'd rather help out illegal immigrants. What you get, black delegation? A mask mandate and a $43 billion cut for HBCUs. Hey, let's not talk about Kamala. She's in space with the child actors. Y'all going to learn shortly on how to play this game. We steady losing by the same playbook and y'all act like y'all don't know down ballot vote people down ballot vote we had to vote the lesser of the two evos i will never forget that old child came on my platform and said that shit and was so proud of it and stood on it and was like and what you gonna do about it huh and if y'all don't think that uh if y'all think i'm bsing about that uh 43 billion dollar cut let me take you to newsweek dot com hbcu funding falls from 45 billion dollars to 2 billion under the latest biden spending plan hold up hold up hold up you mean to tell me cool that biden cut 43 billion dollars for the black delegation as far as education. Historically, black colleges and universities, HBCUs, that were looking forward to $45 billion in funding may be faced with just $2 billion under the Biden administration's multi-trillion dollar spending plan, a result of Democratic infighting, the Associated Press reported. The $3.5 trillion bill was set to include $45 billion for HBCUs and other minority-serving institutions. But the newest iteration of the bill allots only $2 billion for educational programs and infrastructure of HBCUs. That amount could even be reduced to competitive grant funding instead of direct funding to the schools. Harry L. Williams, president of the Third Good Marshall College Fund, which represents public HBCUs, stressed the importance of the funding and the needs the original funding could have helped fulfill. He said black colleges have unique history, needs and financial challenges. They often struggle with funding for upgrading their campuses, updating their research programs, providing essential materials, hiring teachers, and attracting new potential students. We did an article on this on the channel of Cool already. Just imagine if top-notch black athletes said, screw you, Alabama, I'm going straight to Bethune-Cookman. 
AP reported that the bill was changed because of the democratic bickering over the size of the funding package and where the funding would go. These y'all folks, black delegation, democratic party, these y'all folks, these y'all folks. This is HBCU talk. This is what Biden's not doing for us. Black delegates who voted Biden and Harris in, you need to hear what I'm preaching to you right now. We talking about this. It all comes down. It all correlates. This is what y'all voted for, Black delegation, for real. One parent, one child, $900,000. Y'all don't see an issue with this? For coming to the country illegally and being separated. <laughs> my, 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 my. Hey, who or what does this remind you of? Black delegation. Slavery? Stolen from another continent? Separated? Killed? Raped? discriminated against red line drug jailed should i goddamn continue you know slaves had babies and those babies had babies and those babies babies had more babies fast forward to 2021 reparations peep it biden vice president biden do you support reparations well let me since i haven't spoken on this got a chance um Number one, the reason we're the country we are is because of immigration. We've been able to cherry pick the best from every single continent. The people who come here have determination, resilience. They are ready to stand up and work like the devil. We have 24 out of our 100 children in our school today is Hispanic. The idea that we are going to walk away and not provide every opportunity for them is not only stupid and immoral, but it's bad for America. They are the future of America, and we should invest in them. Everybody will benefit from it, every single American, and you should get used to it. This is a nation of immigrants. That's who we are. That's why we're who we are. That's what makes us different, and we should invest in them. Thank so you, I'm going to do something that's only going to benefit black people. So I'm not going to sit here and say, I'm going to do something that's only going to benefit Black people. No, or reparations for Black people. Well, listen, again, we had over 200 years of slavery. We had Jim Crow for almost a, a, a century. We had legalized discrimination and segregation. And now we have segregation and discrimination that is not legal but still exists and is a barrier to progress. We have disparities around housing. We have disparities around education. We have disparities around income. And we have to recognize that everybody did not start out on an equal footing in this country. And in particular, Black people have not. Huh. It seems to me that America, Kaka, is doing a hell of a lot more for these illegal immigrants than its own country. Let me slide to the slide. Black delegation, y'all come on over here with me. Let's talk to the white delegation. How y'all feel about this? $900,000 per illegal immigrant who crossed your borders and came in your country illegally. President Biden and Harris Foundation is clearly helping these bambas out yeah this is what we doing so again white delegation how do you feel about this during this whole wagdemic the government of ours this government of ours gave us let me count uh 
carried a one six hundred went fourteen hundred that was two thousand then they gave us another twelve hundred they gave us thirty two hundred for the average joe or jane most got a little bit more because they had a couple kids made me mad i ain't have none shit but child man's joe biden y'all vice pres kamala harris is giving illegals more than just asylum they're giving them generational wealth wealth they can pass down for years on end just one family but you know what they're going to turn around and do in the next three years you know who they voting for they can guarantee every illegal immigrant they help in this will get their vote but old joe schmo under that tent over there in benning road y'all can't get that bam but thirty thousand dollars to kick his life back off to restart and give him a jolt but you're gonna give these illegal immigrants who crossed over your borders illegally four hundred fifty thousand four hundred fifty thousand black delegation this is what y'all vote went to though let's talk let's talk so this is why i'm riding with people and leaders like yvette carnell and antonio more of ados the black delegation i like to say they produce truth through data that you can't refute did you hear the title of the article earlier privately tells lawmakers not to expect much on reparations legislation america kaka you should be ashamed black delegation y'all who voted drum roll please the lesser of the two evils y'all should be ashamed of your goddamn selves too and we ain't even finished a full year yet and the approval rating is that of trump's so how is that 45 caliber bullet feeling now this is why i always push the down ballot vote and um yeah i'm not yvette and i'm not antonio more and but i know they stress the down ballot vote and it makes so much sense and so many people say stuff like this what is it and why do it when you know that down ballot vote won't win it? All right, you got a team of A, you got a team of B. They the only teams that's being put up on the TV. Everybody sees team A and team B, the representatives. You got A, you got Trump, you got B, you got Biden. Within those two, they're promoting them. But what y'all fail to realize, there's more people running for president. So you got a side being trump and the republican side you got three or four more people running for president in that column alone the b column you got biden and you got three or four more people in that column alone if you're going to vote down ballot just look at that ballot alone all right let's go b ballot because that's what we want to do we want to vote democrat don't we so we on the democratic side so we on b side down on b side you got coolie cool running for president He's the fourth on the ballot. First on the ballot is Biden. The rest, y'all already probably know. You got our name them and claim them. But let's just say Mr. Cool is on the bottom. Mr. Cool know he's going to lose because he ain't been promoted like the others. And he ain't raised enough money because his fundraisers are weak because he ain't being promoted enough from the whole from his own congregation. So, yeah, so they ain't even pushing them enough as they were pushing Biden. So he got to work through that. So, yes, he's on the bottom. Those who know down ballot vote, they target people like Mr. Cool because, hey, he'll do anything for votes at this point. So if there's a group called Ados, shh, if there's a group called Ados coming to Mr. Cool and say, yo, we'll vote for you if you're down for reparations. And, psh, 
and you know me i'm with it i'm with it so let's go i'm down for reparations now i got everybody in the ados community voting for me when they know i'm not gonna win but i'm gonna push their agenda right so let's just say the entire black delegation of the 90 percent men and women who voted for biden turn their votes around and vote for mr cool and everybody can agree the black delegation's vote is an important vote i don't know why we ain't even most of the population in this country but for some odd reason when we vote they need our vote our vote's important so with that being said if you vote down ballot to mr cool yes a or b gonna win but B1, B2, B3, B4, Mr. Cool that B, I hope y'all following me. B4 of the Democratic Party is getting majority of the black vote. Even though Biden still won. Biden and that that whole uh that whole administration should be worried because the entire black community decided that we're gonna take our vote elsewhere. Because Harris ain't going to bamboozle us with Timberlands and Converse. And your phrase, you ain't black if you don't vote for me. That ain't work. That ain't sit well with most of the black delegation. So why not vote for a black man, Mr. Cool, 2024? And now I'm here. I got the vote. And the agenda is reparations. So the next term, 2024, I have the attention of not only the black delegation. I got the attention of the entire com community, the entire country. Everybody's wondering why. Why don't black folks vote for that dude? And he know they know he wasn't going to win. You know why? Because now, being as though the black delegation's vote is very important, it's a very important vote. I got that. So now people are coming to me. Hey, wh what is this guy talking about? I'm talking about real infrastructure. I'm talking about real change. I'm talking about reparations for my black delegation. I ain't talking this because I'm I'm America first. Y'all see this chart? Uh -huh. This chart right right here. This chart right here. Let me learn you something a little bit. Let's zoom in on that real quick, real quick for the people. Reparations for black Americans gain new momentum. And as you can see, the chart dates back to 1989 when the Reparations Commission legislation introduced the whole damn bill. So look, this is President Obama's attention to this whole thing we call reparations. Y'all gonna love this. Follow the line. Fast forward to 2019 and look how much attention it garnered. That's all I want y'all to see. So if y'all don't think reparations is a possibility, you might need to unfriend me because I'm all for ADOS. I'm all for reparations. And it's my rhetoric. This is the intellectual underground. This is what you get in here. I'm sorry. We ain't covering our po over here. We, we don't cover we don't cover killers like that. I got a crime partner for that, and we'll we'll discuss later. Shout out to uh, Net Detective Miss Playful. How do you feel about our government giving out so much money, even during this whack demic, with inflation clearly inflating? 
how do you feel? Black delegation, how do you feel? Hey, white delegation. They ain't giving y'all nothing either. And eventually white delegation, the poor white delegation. I ain't talking about the one percenters, five percenters. I'm talking about the white delegation just poor like us, struggling like us. Where your vote going to go in 2024? Hey, we got the midterms coming up soon. We got to get ready to vote. It's time to put the right people in office. And like I said, we need to get them black folks up in there. So y'all might need to lean on people like Mr. Cool. Like I always say, know your past in the present so you can fix your future. Like, comment, share, and don't forget to subscribe to the coolest channel on YouTube.